Alex! Hi, Steve. You're not here! I mean, well, I'm here, just not there. You sound like you got a, a case of, like, scabies or something. Yeah, it's scabies. Well, if it was good enough for Anne Frank, it's good enough for you. You know that. Yes? <laughs> All right. But we're going to get the same level of in-depth analysis that we always get from you, though, right? You're not going to phone it in. Oh, totally. I did my research this week. I got all my numbers and my stats over here all prepped and ready to go. Oh, thank God, because if we didn't have you running that, I didn't know who we were going to lean on. So, okay, all right, so no. you're you're solid. Oh, I'm solid. Don't you worry. I know all the questions. I'm prepped and ready to go. You know, I think – the truth is you probably would not have been on tonight, but we we have returning Cameron tonight, so clearly you were not gonna you were not gonna miss out on that legacy. Oh, I wasn't gonna miss this for anything. Nice. Welcome back, Cameron. Hi. Hey Lucas. Hey Steve. <laughs> Who owns the fancy penguins that just came onto my screen? What? Malbun? That, that's going to all be your brother, because he had the TIE fighter earlier as well. <laughs> nice. All right, fellas, let's get us into some uh, 10 for 10. What do you what say you? Let's do it. Okay, so number one, we had talked about this a little bit last week, so we kind of figured it was coming down the pipeline, but it's official now. Frank Reich has been fired, and Jeff Saturday is the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Whoops. Good for Jeff Saturday. What are your opinions on Jeff Saturday, Stephen? This is just the most clown move I can imagine. I mean, this is like, you would think the Lions would do something like this. Like They have done something like this. Which of the ridiculous hires or multiples are you referencing? How about the current one? Hey, I will defend him. Uh, Bye. I love Why? him. I love Why? him. Because I love him. Why? Because I love him. <laughs> but on paper, like personality side, if you looked at Dan Campbell, former player, defensive coordinator for at a couple of stops, interim coach, went like, had a 500 record, fine. But football player, ESPN analyst. What? I will say, like, I think the jokes aside, the one thing I did see that I, I did wonder about is like, how does this not fracture a team, especially a coaching staff? Like these coaching staffs are pretty big and like all of a sudden, fine, you fire the head coach, but we're going to bypass all of you to bring in an outsider to do the thing. How, I don't understand how you hold morale like that. I'd, I'd be pretty livid if I was in that spot. Well, Jim Ursay has had quite a Coke habit in the past, and it's probably affecting his brain. That's it. Next question. We we have, we have I mean, our answer. <laughs> I mean, two. There is an NFL kicker named Cameron Dicker. Yes, I can't believe you're just bringing this up now. Three weeks ago, I texted about this. It's Dicker the kicker. Did you buy the jersey yet? <laughs> what team is he on? Carolina. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I don't know that I'm right about this. I just seem no, to remember having the blue. There being Do blue the Google. Do the Google. Yeah. Well, I will argue you guys are doing that. Alex, like, could he be on your Mount Rushmore? I know this was last week's question. 
And also, I mean, Alex was Matt Bryant on last week's Mount Rushmore for you. Yes, he was. Like he was he in the George Washington captain position? I just named four, and he was up there. So absolutely, okay, fair enough. Um, the dick is on the Chargers. Yeah, perfect. Oh, okay, fair enough. Cameron, you you sent us a picture of a jersey. Like at first, I was looking at it like, was this the name of one of our weird linebackers? But no, it's close. Is that? That's close. It's his name now. <laughs> it's Anzalone, but spelled incorrectly. Hashtag anal zone. <laughs> you know, if, three. <laughs> the it. Lions did not have a black swan loss this week. I was sure when that fumble was rolling out of bounds and Akuda kind of sort of had it, but not really like that was the trigger. We were going to lose right then and there. It was finally nice to see a game where a Lions team played another team that played like the Lions. It was fun. Okuda, I think, gave two of our own guys a concussion. Aaron Rodgers was trash. There were so many drop passes. It was 75, 75 players got hurt. Mm-hmm. By their own teammates? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch much of the game because I can actually watch real NFL football now. But every time I watched, turned it on, I was seeing like Kirby Joseph do something before he got hurt. Is he a thing or was this just kind of? He's played great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much so. I think it was his coming out party until he got a concussion by Jeff Okuda. I was going to say that probably should have been the clue that he's going to be good because, you know, we can't have nice things. That's correct. Yep. Once he started getting good, Okuda just right in the head. Bam, right in the dicker. <laughs> Huh, I think a question, uh, uh, we can't have nice things made me in my mind go to uh, Joel Zamaya, the, the Lions reliever who had one fantastic year. And I'm like, and then, then I was like, oh, Vladdy. And I was like, there could be a list of like all the all the good players that weren't, but I guess we did have a good run with Konstantin if it was just cut short. That's the baseball guy that hurt himself playing guitar hero, right? Yeah, Joel Zamaya. Yeah. Yeah. He's a legend. Perfect Detroit professional player. Fit fit the mold. Yep. (laughs) All right, four. So we just passed the halfway point in the fantasy football season, so I want to just kind of revisit the draft one more time. I'll go first, but I want you guys' brains to spin on this. When you look back at your draft prep and players who were kind of on your board that you were willing to reach for or who you were kind of pushing far away, who was the player that you were most right about, and who did you really miss on? Uh, I got Najee right, but I've said that like pretty much every show. Maybe it's a theme, so I'll move on. The one I most certainly missed on, uh, A.J. Brown. I wasn't going to draft him first, and he wouldn't have been available where I picked in the third round, so I didn't have a chance to, to grab him, but I, I wouldn't have. Like I was just convinced like he was the only show in town in Tennessee. He has always had some sort of knee problem. Jalen Hurts was a fine quarterback, but nope, 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 all across the board. This, uh, I do think this will be his career year when all is said and done, but he, he was definitely better than I gave him credit for. So definitely swung and missed on that. And, uh, kudos to Bobby, I think, on that one. Uh, no. No. He, he wasn't available for you at any part of the draft because, because he was Cam's keeper. Cam's keeper. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. Nice job, Cam. Damn right. Cam, did you have any other choices besides A.J. Brown? 
No, not really. Or was it pretty much him? Yeah. So it's like my CD Lamb situation, except yours actually hit. Yeah. Yeah. What? Didn't think that'd make a noise. That was a video for Steve. Okay. <laughs> Cam, who'd you get? Who'd you miss? Well, I mean, the one, the one I guessed completely right on. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's Josh Allen. I, I targeted him as my like the player I wanted, and it's hard to do that like when he, when I picked him first overall. But the reason I use him as my example is because I really struggled having the first pick in the draft, deciding between going quarterback with him or going with Jonathan Taylor. And I'm so glad I didn't go with Taylor. Um, and I, I literally was trying to trade away the pick as Alex knows um, at the draft. Cause I, I, I did not want to take him. Um, but I ended up, Alex didn't take the, uh, the bait on that one. And I took Allen, and I'm I couldn't be happier with him. I've got a keeper for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so, real quick before you get into your miss, remind me the what was the trade you offered him? You were going to give him Allen. He had to give you Jefferson in his first round pick. Yeah. Wow. In hindsight, I still think, yeah, Alex would have won that deal. You would have got Najee and Justin Jefferson. Well, and I think I think, yeah, it may have even been worse because. I think we were going to swap keepers to make it even. And okay. then he'd have the first pick and I'd get to pick fifth. Or was he sixth? I don't remember. Yeah. And I'd get Jefferson. Wow. So he would have yeah. had AJ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Where'd you miss? Um, Someone who was not on my board whatsoever was Tua. Um, yeah. It, it's... We're such a quarterback-heavy league. I thought even with the addition of Tyreek Hill that they would still be the Dolphins. Um, and really the X factor there is Mike McDaniel, the, the greatest coach who's ever lived now. I mean, he's hilarious, and I love him. I just – it was all there to be had. It's just that that team and as a whole, I just have a lot of regrets not putting more interest in that uh, in that system. But that ship has sailed. Yeah, I agree. Lucas, where'd you nail it? Where'd you fall on the grenade? Uh, are we talking just our teams here or any pick? Wide open. So um, when we're talking about uh, some of the running backs, uh, some of the ones I had targeted uh, that that were correct, uh, Damian Pierce, um, the fact that you grabbed him in round eight, I hated it when you drafted him, and he, and he certainly turned out well. Um I'm going to call Travis Etienne. Uh, I had drafted him and then dropped him after a couple of weeks, um, but uh, picked him up luckily like a week or two before he started going off. So um, I was happy to finally hit on that, but I don't know if that's like an honorable mention or something like that. Um, we all could have taken him. Nobody did. That's that's very true. The one that I'm looking at the the most, the latest round pick that's doing the best right now, is actually Miles Sanders in the 13th round. He is the 16th overall running back right now, and Kelly grabbed him in round 13. Um, so that to me seems like the the Cam Duffy solid pick award, at least for midseason. Yeah. Um, at this point, 
the Mrs. Brian Robinson, now granted things in his life uh, may have caused him to, I don't know, not get the good start that everybody thought he was going to have. Um, but even now that he's back, uh, supposedly fully healthy, uh, he still is not doing what everybody expected of him. And so he was one of those players that I went kind of all in and multiple leagues on and kind of is a little frustrated that, that I've missed on. Um, and then the other one for me is, is Tyreek Hill. I yeah. thought the trade from Kansas City uh, to Miami with Tua, who we've also talked about, I just thought he was going to go downhill. And uh, I had the – he that we like we talked last week, uh, he was picked the pick immediately after I grabbed Swift in round two. And I take Tyreek into sort of Swift. Uh, Bobby is not number one in our rankings, and I'm probably comfortably in a playoff spot. So that was my big miss with the second pick. It was a good call at the time, but yeah, I just, we should have put more credit in the fact that Alex Smith had a career year with this guy and he was, he was a guy who had a reputation as he couldn't throw the ball and then Tyreek Hill came along, but yeah, you're not, you're not alone on that one. All right, Xander. Yes. I'd like to say that the person that I believed in and came through was Justin Jefferson after being what he was last year and continuing to be what he was last year most of the time. Um, You're you taking know, a victory lap that you predicted the number one receiver was going to be the number one receiver. Yeah. I don't, you know, guys, I don't like to brag about how smart with fantasy football that I am, but can't, ar- can't argue with the champ. Yep. Can't do that. You know, he's doing, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, I did pick up Jared Goff in the 16th round, though. That was pretty cool. <laughs> you couldn't even say that I with mean, a straight face. Well, that's, where, I mean, that's where I target my starting quarterback. Well, I mean, he wasn't my starter. It's just it turned out Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be. So, you know, could have been better. Who was I wrong about? I'm going to say Nick Chubb. I'm going to be honest. Didn't really want him. Didn't go into the draft trying to pick him up. All of a sudden, he's the best running back in fantasy football. So surprised the heck out of me. Um, I love having him on the team. I love having the idea of, for once in my life, having a keeper for next year. So, although I'm still thinking about this year, don't get me wrong, championship or bust, but it's just nice to have. Well, real quick, Alex, I don't. I mean, that narrative doesn't work anymore. Your last three years, your keepers are uh, J. Dot, Justin Jefferson, and now Nick Chubb. That I'd put that up against anybody's three-year run. Yeah, you're right. Steve, way to put that in perspective. Thank you. I was just sad I couldn't keep Allen again. Yeah. All right. Uh, five. Aside from the one I'm going to surprise you guys with later, this is the one I'm actually most curious to hear your opinions on. Justin Fields was a tire fire in his rookie year and the first part of this year. He's looking good now. Like, good. So on the... Where is this on the, like, Mirage scale? Like, is this, like, this is a second-year player finally putting it together? Or, look, anyone's going to have a three- or four-game run, but uh, a little too early to call it. Where are you guys at with Justin Fields? I think it's hard because he joined a team that wasn't necessarily, like, top-level talent, and he was just getting his, like, foot in the door for the NFL. I mean, they kind of threw him to the wolves, but he's the the Bears quarterback, right? I know I'm talking about. Yes, right? the biggest quarterback. Yeah. Okay, well, I had to ask just in case I was completely wrong. 
So anyway, <laughs> bears aren't that great. He's finally getting used to space, you know, getting used to the playbook. People are moving around. I think the Bears can build a team around him. You know, it's kind of like the Lions with like building a team. So maybe it'll be something. I think Justin Fields got the starting job for a reason. So, do you think he is one of our starting quarterbacks next year? So top ten in fantasy. No, no, but only because there are a lot of very high level quarterbacks in the top ten right now. Well, there's also going to be a lot of really old quarterbacks that retire this year, too. I think it's TBD. Okay. I think if he continues on this trend, he will be. I think someone will take a flyer on him. I'm I'm trying to find this trend you're talking about. Besides last week, when has he really looked good to you and blown you out of the water? I think the last three weeks now, there's a skew on that because we score differently yeah. because of the point per completion. But if this was a traditional league, like, he has been a top 10 to 12 quarterback been, the last four weeks with the running. Over the last four weeks, he's the QB1 in a traditional league. Because of the running. Yeah. Which he just started to gain 30 more yards a game rushing. But, but hasn't he been <laughs> yeah. scoring touchdowns with it? Okay. Uh, so the last three weeks, yes. So you're a little more Lucas in the camp of, uh, I need to see a little more before kind of doing a whole lot of yeah. this. No, <laughs> I mean, his 58 point week last week is great, but Tua had 62 on week two and he hasn't gotten even close to that since, so. No, it's actually, it was fun to hear that. I think the answers were all across the spectrum and that's kind of where my thought process is. I'll be curious to see how this turns out. I think it's more likely that Tua is than Fields. I would agree with that. Yeah, the combination, yeah. I think the only moment of pause I'd have with that is, like, is this Jared Goff? Like, he was great for a couple years with Sean McVay. People figured it out. They take kind of Belichick had the game plan in the Super Bowl, and then kind of he never recovered from that. But uh, we shall see. in In reference to Fields or Tua? Uh, Tua, sorry, I didn't clarify that. I just I counter that with Tyreek Hill. Yep, good point. I'm curious what his trajectory is going to look like. He's a speed receiver who's going to be 29, so when a speed goes away, can he be an NFL wide receiver just on all his other skill set? But right now, that's not today's problem because he that guy is fantastic. All right, six. A little bit of a downer, but are Jay and Kelly officially dead in the water? Two and seven. Two games out of the last playoff spot. I think so. Well, according to the league, they have a 5 and a 2% chance of making the playoffs, if that tells you anything. It's just other teams around the league are scoring points. And and Kelly had, correct me if I'm wrong, she had one week where she scored over 120 or something like that recently, like in the last couple weeks. But Jay's just not – he's struggling to break 100 every week. Yeah, the problem is that they're both in the same division. Mm-hmm. Um, they're only two games out of a playoff spot. But the other problem is, if I'm thinking of this correctly, at least for me, the rest of my games besides my one with Kelly at the end are all in division, which means – the people ahead of her are going to be winning. Mm-hmm. Like, 
somebody is because we'll be playing each other. So yeah. there's really not a lot of opportunity to catch up on games with five weeks to go. Yeah, and I think I've got – I think I have them both on my schedule. So I know I played Jason again back-to-back, which is weird. Um, and then I right. think I got Kelly in two weeks. Yeah, because they're they're both in your your division too, so yeah. you'll play you'll play both of them twice. Yep. And she's got Carly and Bobby left, so that's going to be tough too. Yeah. Alex, thoughts as our as a resident optimist, are Kelly and Jay dead in the water? Absolutely not. All they just got to do is they just got to make a run. A couple of the middle term teams just have to take a couple L's. Like me, who's lost like four in a row. I'm telling you, they still got a chance. They just got to believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven, if you had to bet money on the following, which would it be? The current four through six seeds of Derek, Matt, and Alex in that order are the last three teams in the playoffs. Or Cam or Lucas, you two on the outside uh, are on the outside looking in. One or both of you crash the party. Oh, Cam or I are going to crash the party for sure. I think that's so too. You can take that to the frickin' bank. Sorry, I was trying to keep you uh, non-explicit. You can take <laughs> that to the fucking bank. Yes, there we go. <laughs> you guys got it. Except for me, you're not going to take me out, but you'll still make it. <laughs> well, I think, uh, yeah, it's only a game. You both are three and six, right? The six seed... The record of the six seed is four and five, so correct. I just, I just like the way my schedule sets up. Again, going having just played Jay, playing Jay again this week, then having Kelly. I close with Bob. That's going to be a pain in the butt, um, and I think I got Carly, um, but I can easily go three out of five. Um, so yeah, and on the, the reverse side of that, I I have the three people ahead of me. I still play once. Yeah. before the end of the season. So in both cases, you know, it's destiny is in my hands and it'll only help out Cam because one of the four of us will always be losing. And mm-hmm. so he'll, as he wins, he'll gain ground somewhere. And I just, and I will bring it up again. Lucas and I score way more points than a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, I still have shitty records. I had what happened to me, or what happened to you last week, happened to me this week, and yep. that I was the third highest scorer and I lost. So, yep. fucking Joe Mixon. That's all I yep. gotta say. Yeah. Alex is the one who's not. Uh, is you are the one who's inside? You did. I'm sorry. You said you think one of them will crash the party too, right? I think they both will. Just not taking me out. Okay, so you're saying Derek and Matt are on the outside looking in. I like no, that. They'll probably stay in too. Wait, somebody cannot. Somebody has to not make the playoffs out. So apparently, our league, Carly and Bobby are out. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. No, I, you know, it'll be fine. They'll make it. I, I'm not arguing that you guys aren't better than me. I just think that I'm seven and three. I think that's just too much ground to make up in five weeks to get there from four, from three and six. So that's why I've got the other three teams on the block. But, oh, I agree. Yeah. No, yeah. I I think I'm I'm hoping for the sixth seed. Like I'm praying for that at this point. Steve, you're you are closest to a lock for the playoffs without actually being a mathematical lock. Thank you. 
No, I'm, right. I'm saying that literally. ESPN gives you a 99% chance of making it. So, and this is a this is a good week to play Matt. He's not going to have Lamar Jackson, so that will help. Yes, Although, please beat Matt for both me and Cam. Yeah, his team is. Yeah, we'll get there later. Eight. Um, we've all talked about it, and I'm sure anyone who's on the social medias um, has seen this. But Mike McDaniel's talking about Justin Fields. For those who may not have seen it, the short version is you see they show a replay of the game. Um, Mike McDaniels is saying something to Justin Fields to the effect of stop it. They ask him about it, him about it in the press conference, and I'm paraphrasing here. And he's like, I told him to stop running the ball. And quite frankly, I was offended he didn't take the coaching. <laughs> the delivery was so deadpan. And I think the, the moment he won me over is a lot of times when people will be deadpan like that, there will be the, the brief moment of pause where they want to read the room to see if there's a reaction. And I think it's, it's an, I think people don't try to do it. It happens, but not him. He plowed through. The line was perfect. I, I, I this is my guy now. I, uh, yeah. I, I think Mike McDaniels is now my favorite, my favorite coach. Oh, I agree. I'm with you. And you nailed it right there. It was the delivery. It wasn't what he said, but it was the delivery of it. That was just like, you're right. It's not like he paused for a couple of seconds and then smiled and laughed because I'm making a joke. He was just like, no, that's it. And he delivered it and it was just spot on. Yeah. Where he had me was like when you see it in the video and he's sitting in the background, you just see him saying, stop it. Stop it. All right. One of you take the floor for 10 seconds. One, two, three. All right. Uh, Lucas, look at your phone. Oh, okay. Lucas, look at your phone. Don't say anything. Okay, remember last year we played a game of uh, Know Your Boo, and, like, we talked about different topics. And, like, did you – because my theory is you and I just can't agree on anything. And Derek was the moderator here. He asked us our theory on a bunch of questions. Did we agree and do we agree or not? Like, do we yeah. like Norm McDonald, things like that? Yep. All right, preamble aside. Uh, talking about the dry humor – um, made me think of an actor from the 90s I remember watching who I had a strong opinion on. And I'm going to see if you have the same opinion, a different opinion, or if you have no idea who I'm talking about. Uh, Jason Lee. As in like mall rats and. Chasing Amy. And my name is Earl. Yep. Yeah, I love Jason Lee. Really? Yeah. Oh, Lucas, how do I feel about Jason Lee? I don't know because I don't see anything on my phone. Uh-oh. Yeah, you sent it to me. Oh. Well. So I can tell you, you love Jason Lee. Actually, I sent it to the four of you, so it should be on your phone, Lucas. If that's all that love Oh, you just means. said love? <laughs> now, this is why we have a script. I'm not good on the ad lib. All right. So, nine. Um, we've talked about your guys' teams a bit, so I don't want to stay here too long, but I do want to ask, Cam, Lucas, one through ten, how big is our – one through ten, how much is this week a must win for you? One, relax, we've got time to go. Ten, we're really screwed if we lose this week. I would say mine's about a five. Um, it, it's a, boy, it would be really nice to beat Alex. Sorry, Alex. Because um, then that would that would put me in a playoff spot. Uh, I feel a lot more comfortable with the last four weeks to go. Um, but if I lose now, there's a chance that I need to now only catch Matt. Um, and depending on how other matchups go, that might actually put me back two weeks. 
in order to have a, a good chance of catching up. So I don't think it's uh, panic time because there's there's still a route for me, but um, I think it's important. Yeah, I like five. Cam? Um, I'm going to put myself a little bit higher, and I'm going to say seven, only because I feel like at this point I need to win every game. So, so you would be a three. Sure. I said the words. <laughs> well, this does feel, especially this is Jason, who just this year is not, it's probably one of the easier matchups. So he, this is kind of the one you have to get. Yeah, I'm, but I'd approach, I'd, I'd approach it like any other team at this point in this season. So sure. not a knock on Jay at all. None. Okay. All right. We're going to move. Number 10. This is the one we have not talked about. I stole this idea from Alex when he did the personality quiz last year, so we're, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to assess Cam's personality live on the air, but Alex will be asked, answering the questions on behalf of Cameron, what he thinks the answer is, and we are going to see what type of personality Cam has per Alex. So let's just go and see where it takes us. <laughs> Alex, are you still with us? Yeah. All right, I'm going to try to go quick for speed, but if I get too jumbled with my words, just slow me down and we will stop. All right. Alex, most questions are going to have five answers, so just kind of pay attention. Mm -hmm. All right. Alex, on behalf of Cam, Cam's favorite song is, favorite type of song is, one, angry and screamy and unromantic, two, electronic, three, bright and happy, four, the newest pop rap mix that everyone's downloading, or five, the most popular pop music. Serious answers only. Uh, electronic. <laughs> How do you do, Cam? I was going to say, do I get feedback on this? Yeah, but quickly. Out of those choices, that is the correct answer. Yay! Nice. You deserve a hog's head. <laughs> Alex, on behalf of Cam, you are hanging with your BFFs, and one of your crew's boyfriends comes along. He starts talking like they're the only ones. What would Cam do? Hang around and smile, but only join in the conversation if invited to. Two, boldly join in. Hey, Cam exists too. Three, slowly back out. It's their personal conversation. You shouldn't listen. Four, make your disdain visible just to her. Five, follow your friend's leads. They know what to do. Six, pull out my dong. I was going to say, I feel like he'd stand there and do something like weird, like Rub his head or something. <laughs> like, like a, like fart. I don't know. Right, what we're do that? Quiet and listen. Quiet and listen? Sure. Yep. Eggplant for the win. All right. Sorry, slowly back out. It's their personal conversation. Yeah, we'll say that one. Cam, how do you do? Um, Alex, how long have you known me? Well, he would insert like, himself you, into the conversation. You insert yourself awkwardly. There's no like. <laughs> I literally just did it. I mean, number six, pull out my dong. Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't. I don't think that was an option. <laughs> well, no, Alex, it wasn't. What is Cameron's favorite sport? One, cheerleading. Two, soccer. You and your friends have played since kindergarten. Three, sports aren't my thing. Four. Golf or tennis? Five. Horseback riding. Yeah, only horseback Christ. riding. It's like the worst. <sighs> Six. 
soccer, I guess, because I've heard him talk about it. How do you do? Thumbs up. That's the nice. fact that we've, you know, played the game after drafting in this very league a few times. I Yeah, I never played until kindergarten. Or never played until kindergarten. I never played since kindergarten. Alex, yeah. what would Cam's perfect date be? One, standing in a parking lot, talking and looking bored and complicated. Two, a movie and an ice cream. Classic. Three, going out on a hike. Four, frappuccinos in a city cafe. Five, hanging with your crew. A date night would be hanging with your crew? (laughs) I don't think he'd want to go on a date with us. So I'm going to say the movie thing. I'm all in for the gangbang. Alex, what does Cam think about leather? One, leather gloves sometimes, or shoes. (laughs) Two, it's not really his thing. Three, black boots or maybe a shrunken leather jacket. Four, Cam doesn't prefer, Cam doesn't prefer leather. Five, he only wears leather as Uggs or Clugs. You know, okay, so I think the answer is technically Cam doesn't like leather, but I think he's going to sarcastically pick the tight jacket one. <laughs> Which one are you going with? Well, I guess technically in real life, probably that he doesn't wear leather. Okay. <laughs> How do you do, Cam? Well, seeing, oh my. <laughs> okay. So I will let Lucas describe that for the people who are listening on the podcast, the picture. Cam, 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 is, Cam got really excited at the question and started Googling uh, men in tight leather outfits. Uh, this one's sadly more accurate. And now he's getting into some uh, S&M kind of shit as well as uh, leather only on the top of a male and nothing on the bottom half of the male. So <laughs> Hashtag le- leather We've, daddy. We've lost Cam for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Lucas, that was a brilliant summary. Okay. Alex, Cameron's perfect outfit consists of... <laughs> Why is this one a McDonald's hat? <laughs> I gotta turn his camera off. Alex, Cameron's perfect outfit... <laughs> Consists of denim short shorts <laughs> and a cute T-shirt. Two. <laughs> I think we already covered this question. Oh no, we didn't. Yoga pants and a pretty solid color tank top. Three. Black with lo- lots of spiky shiny add-ons. <laughs> Four. Uggs, skinny jeans, velour sweatshirt, but it changes with the trends. Five. Skinny jeans and a polo. Skinny jeans and a polo, baby. How do you do? So, like, <laughs> if you ever took, like, two toothpicks and stuck them in an orange, <laughs> that's what I would look like in skinny jeans. Sure, I don't have any other options. Or, like, or like the Syracuse Orangeman mascot. <laughs> that would be uh, me. Uh, I disagree with the assessment, but the visual is entertaining. Anyway, 
Seven, Cam or Alex at a nail salon, which style of which nail color would Cam go for? Apricot, magenta, black. He would copy his friends or French manicure. Ooh, I'd say black. Because the other colors are kind of bad. And I don't think he'd want a French manicure. In reality, I think he'd want something spicy, something fancy and colorful. Like so you pick black? Apricot's a bad color. All right. Well, we've already pot committed to black. I'm not going back on one of these things. It'll screw everything up. Well, that All right. Wrong. What magenta. was you going with? I would magenta? Have magenta. Okay. Alex, a guy that Cam is interested I'm sorry, a guy that Cam's not interested in asks him out. How would Cam decline him? One, pretend he never asked. Two, ask his friends what they would do because he has no idea how to deal with it. Three, corner the person and explain that they are simply too busy for a relationship. Four, tell him he'd rather be friends or five, give him a curt no on the spot. Definitely the last one. <laughs> All right. How do you do? I don't know, Steve. What happened when you asked me out? Magic. Nine. Mm-hmm. What is Cam's dream vacation of these? A cruise. Tokyo. The Caribbean. Camping. London. I would say a cruise. Wrong. Tokyo. Tokyo. Why? All right. I would have thought you'd gone London to take a tour of the EPL clubs. No. Nope. I really want. He's not doing a cruise because he doesn't like ice cream that much. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love ice cream, but not apparently as much as Jason. All right, last one. Alex, pick a celebrity Mm -hmm. for Cam. Pink, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Post Malone. T-Swift. Man, one of those was really not like the others. Yeah, Ariana Grande is a little out of touch nowadays. Post Malone is my guess. <laughs> I'd have gone Britney Spears. Just take it all the way back 20 years ago. To her head case yep. days where I match her haircut. But she's probably the most, un, you know, she makes the least amount of music now. I like, don't know. I got nothing. In terms of, in terms of who would I want to, like, hang out with, Post. Post is a cool dude. Minus the face tattoos. But out of those, my second choice would probably be pink. Because, again, she's a cool person. Yep. Okay. You know what? I think face tattoos, I think it's it's actually a brave thing. Because, like, you're, like, 17 and you're, like, I'm going to be a musician. And I'm going to get face tattoos because there's no going back. And that's what he did. Well, but, see, but didn't he get them a lot later than 17? Well, that was before he got famous. I'm sorry, you guys say 17, I just think of the Stevie Nicks song, and now I'm happy. Cam, personality. Alex says that you're a sweetie. You are sweet and caring and romantic and classic. Joy bursts from you. You love to enjoy life, and people love your naturally joyful demeanor. You take full pleasure in the little things in life. You are superbly amazing. <laughs> so we got there. You're welcome. I got Hey, I got to show you something. This is going to show you how sweet he is. This is this is um what we do on our camping weekends. 
<laughs> nope. Don't even ask me, Steve, to describe what that picture looks like. So there's, there's three, people, there's three dudes. These are imaginations. For some reason, they're all wearing tiny jean shorts and leather suspenders. One is up against the wall. Another, never mind. Okay. <clears throat> I don't even. Um, yeah, where do you All right, from? Sorry, we're moving into the Jenkins. Ten. Jay. Post Malone. No. Uh, yeah, it's Jay. Alex. Jay. Was ten stays ten, Jay. So, I mean, he did a lot of work to make his team better. Um, that he trade won a that, trade recently. Yeah, he, that trade really paid off dividends for him. Um, yeah, great job getting George Kittle. I don't even get me started with that hot trash of a trade. I mean, you, I can't believe you traded Kittle for Pitts. But um, Gino, I think, is an upgrade at quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to go into all of that because Lucas did it very eloquently last week, and he's right. Um, but He is 0-1 since the trade, so it's paying some heavy dividends. Well, if I believe correctly, he didn't. He he needs to start Lazard, but, but please don't do it this week. Um, let's see where is he? Um, oh yeah, he's the one that says D's nuts. Um, yeah, outside of Gino, and for some reason Terry McLaurin, he I mean he just has no one else that's doing anything. Um. Fournette's the number nine running back. Yeah, but like we said earlier in our text thread, like running backs this year are just not doing anything. Hmm. And he's he's the the number nine running back because he catches balls, not because he's running the ball well. Um, That's still scoring points. I mean. It is. But it's not going to be – I don't think he can sustain it for the rest of the year. Um. He, I think he just needs to make some lineup changes here. Get Taysom Hill out of there. Put Lazard in. Or even Kittle, I guess. Um, get Zay Jones out of there. Get Zay Jones out of there. Um, and put in... Well, he could put Kittle and Lazard in um, for Zay Jones and Taysom Hill. Now, some of that is bi-week maneuvering, too. So, yeah. we'll see. All right. Nine. Kelly. 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 Was nine, stays nine. Kelly. I don't know what else I can say. (laughs) When she lost Chase, she was done. Um, Her running backs are decent. Quarterback got an upgrade. Her wide receivers are absolutely horrendous. And when you have to start three of them out of your six offensive positions, there's not much more you can do. Um, And there's the reason why she's in trouble. Uh, I think, again, the Jonathan Taylor pick, it just, 
him deciding to take a crap this season uh, is one of the primary reasons why she's at where she's at. But um, yeah, and we talked about this earlier. There's unfortunately no way out at this point. Um, she'll still play. She'll still do her best. But I am feeling a little bit better if I have to win to get in on the last week of the season that it would definitely be doable. Sorry. I just, to go into the year with Jamar Chase and Jonathan Taylor, you've got to be feeling great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't pan out that way. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot, Lucas. You're Kelly. One roster move you're making this week. There's nobody on free agency. Uh, I will. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, well, who who would you put in? Uh, I am because I was going. I'm going to bring this up when we get to Alex. Uh, I think Deontay Johnson is the ad this week. Getting rid of Chase, Chase Claypool, send him to Chicago. That opens up some targets, and he's already gotten double digit targets half the year. So he doesn't do as much as you think with ten targets a game, but ten targets a game is going to do something. Yeah, volume is there. You would think, but they have to settle on a quarterback too. That A is not helping him whatsoever. But, um. Yeah, I mean, but one receiver is not going to do it for um, She is consistently scoring low. Uh, she needs two or three better players, and it's just not out there. And without a trade, I mean, when she, a trade, she's going to have to give up good players to get good players. That's, that's more of a position swap if you have too much of a good thing in a certain position uh, to, to boost the other position, and she doesn't even have that. If you're Jason, do you offer your best player up for Jamar Chase? Yeah, I mean, they could do a, a keeper swap. Because, I mean, she's going to she's gonna be forced into keeping Jonathan Taylor, which may not be bad. Um, I was just going to say, do we think maybe the regime change will help Taylor? We don't know who's calling the play, so it's, it's in the range of outcomes. But my word, this just feels like uncharted territory. I think Jeff Saturday is keeping the seat warm for the off season. So yeah. whatever you see the rest of the season really isn't mm-hmm. going to be indicative of next season. I hope not. All right, eight. <clears throat> well, shit. How was how firmly entrenched was I, Lucas? Yeah, I'm going to have to go, Lucas. I don't like doing that I was third highest what do you weigh more wins or points I think, yes. it, I think it changes every week did I overtake Cam I'm going to say I did until I do so I will say Cam was 8 stays 8 Lucas yeah. well I just gave you about the squad point. Squad is not an eighth-ranked squad. I am destroying in the past couple of weeks. I've just had bad matchups and haven't gotten the wins. I am very confident that I will be making the playoffs. I'm very confident I've got at least two or three more wins out of the last five weeks, if not more. Um, I shouldn't be eighth. It's a good-looking team. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. It's even better when you know a Bengals team is going to light it up against the Panthers, and so you put two Bengals receivers in 
to hopefully get a share of the points. And out of six touchdowns scored by the team, five are scored by the running back you're playing against. When he just dumb shit luck. Yeah. And it won't it won't keep itself up. I mean, it will this week because the Bengals are off, so you don't get a piece of that action. But uh, even with uh, having bench Higgins, Gabe Davis is a great bye week fill-in. Uh, yeah, I'm not as high on him as you are. He's not as consistent as I would like. Um, but no, I mean it, the potential is there for all of them. Um, it, it's starting to come on at the right time. I'm very very happy with the roster. Um, yeah. we'll just see if they can keep it going here in the next five weeks. Seven. Me. Cam. Cam. Cam, if you said yours, I missed it. I'm sorry. I, I said me. Yeah, we all said Cam. All right, nobody's got a perfect week this week, and you are all wrong. Jesus. What? Okay, this is where it does makes absolutely zero sense. Like I, I think what you hear, you'll be, I don't know. Really? I don't think you'll be surprised. Matt. Matt. Yeah. He won with a low score against the worst team in the league. But okay. Yeah, um, that's what we disagree. I mean people have been bagging on this this system since its second week in existence. Right. And so that's why it's just I don't know why you ask us because yeah, anyway. Yeah, it has to be Matt then. Otherwise, I quit. <laughs> this uh, It's a tough week to be four and five for Matt. He's going into a matchup. He doesn't get to play with his best player, Lamar Jackson. I don't think Keenan Allen is going to be back. So I think that's going to be really hard to do. This was a top-heavy team, and two of his players are gone. And I think that if we look at the rest of the schedule, he's four and five. I think he's got a game that's fairly winnable against Jason. He's got a game that's going to be hard to win against Bobby. That puts him to five or six. He's got three matchups left, one against you, Lucas, one against you, Alex, and one against me. So his success is going to lie in how he how he does in those middle three games. And I think if he doesn't make it, he can lament the fact that he had one of the closest losses of the year. He lost by, I think, two points to you, Lucas, mid-year. So that could be – that's probably going to be significant one way or the other at the end of the year. I guess that would, for you. that would be really cool if I ended up making the playoffs by one game and that ended up being like the decider early on in the season. I, I mean, cool for me, not for Matt. Yeah. Two points. Yeah. So one of our closest games. Yeah. He, he doesn't even have another quarterback on his roster. So he's going to have to pick up somebody off the waiver wire. Holy shit. I think this is, I think you have to burn waiver priority this week. You've got to get a quarterback. You can't wait for what's, what's yeah. left. And, my guess is he goes fields and takes that chance. Ooh, it's tough. Fields and Trevor Lawrence, just because it's anyway, they'll be in a shootout against Kansas City, but TBD. All right. Six. Me. Cam. How Cam? Was seven, now six. Cameron. This is more like it. I don't understand it, but this is more like it. You're happy um, and confused. I'm I'm happily confused. Yes. No. Um. So yeah, I, like I said, I think like Lucas, my t- my team is on an upward trend. Um, do have some question marks now though with Allen. Questionable, but I'm not super worried about it. Um. 
Jones should be playing this week. His x-rays came out negative. Um, the, I'm really happy with getting Debo. Um, I feel like that gives me a good uh, second receiver. And that Josh Palmer pickup off the waiver wire really, uh, I think, seemed to solidify my wide receivers for right now. Um, yeah, I was going to say, Palmer, Palmer is good until Williams and Allen get yep. back. Yep, and I've got time. I've yep. got time. Uh, you're not real quick. You're not more than passably concerned about Josh Allen right now on that elbow. I am a little bit. With I, like I said, words, I have concern. Like Tommy have, John surgery. Yeah, I have concern. I'm watching it. Um, the my thing with it is, is that yeah, they're just throwing everything out there right now. Everything from he's going to play this week to Tommy John surgery. So it. I don't know enough yet. Okay. Um, so it's definitely on my radar. Um, so we'll see. But I think outside of that, it's I, I'm, I think I'm in a good spot. So. And you got Dak sitting there just in case. So. Yep. Really good points. All right. Five. Me. Alex. No, Stephen. Now this is Stephen's rankings. It's Alex. Was six goes up a tick to five. Wait. I, me, sorry. We're on five, correct? We're on five. Yeah. Cam was yeah. six. And you were five last week, so you stay at five. Oh, you are right. I'm sorry. Yep. Stays at five, not ticked up. I, I love this team. I can hear all the reasons you guys don't love this team, but you give me Damian Pierce, Christian McCaffrey, and Sunday night was why you draft Patrick Mahomes second overall. This isn't he's better or worse than Josh Allen. He's fantastic. That's all that matters. He, uh, he scored 60 points in a game where they put up 20. That's incredible. Um, I've got some concerns about the wide receivers, but still, no touchdowns since week two. That is going to regress to the norm, and I'm willing to wait it out. So I think the team is – I think this team will be good, but right now it doesn't look as good as I think it is. So we shall see. With Mahomes, with Pierce, and with McCaffrey on there, you can afford to make some mistakes in the wide receiver position right now. Yep, and I, I'm in a fortunate position. Um, just if you look at current records, two of my last five matchups are with Jason. I've got a matchup with Matt, so those are three wins. I think just from a numbers perspective, if I can get to eight wins, that should secure the playoffs. So I've just got to literally just win once in the next four. So yep. anything past that is gravy. All right, four. Me. Yeah, because who would be? Derek? I'm, oh no, Derek did not drop. This is Alex. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, it's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was four stays for Alex. Talk to us about your team after a really, really tough loss last week. Yeah, you know what? It's hard. It makes it worse when like I just thought I wasn't in it, even in it last week because my entirety of my team was on bye. Um, I ended up having to drop key people to pick up defensive players because it turned into a game I could possibly win and then still lost because it went into Monday night. Yeah. Yep. 
I was watching that one. That was tough. I was like, wow, because Carly actually texted me. She's like, so what's the ethical uh, decision here? Uh, the person I'm playing has two empty spots. Do I tell them that they didn't fill that they didn't fill the roster? <laughs> I'm like, oh, Carly, you're too nice. Absolutely, no, you don't. And then I I took a look at your matchup and I was like, oh, well, I see why he did that. He doesn't want to drop players and he's just playing the numbers game to see if he's going to be in it or not. So, man, that was tough all the way around because you're right. You had to do that. You had to try for the win on Monday night. And then to have her slowly come back as her defense loses points, but just not enough. Um, yeah. yeah. I just, it sucked, though, for you. I mean, Chuck Clark, if he would have had his worst performance of the year, based on his numbers from week one through eight, he would have given you two points instead of half a point. And at that point, your defensive end would have had to get you, like, two more points, and you would have won. Like, these are not – these are small asks of defensive players, and they just totally – you gave up players for this just crap of a performance. That's that's a bad beat, and I was pushing you in this direction, so I apologize. I did not. No, you're good. It also stinks I dropped my defense to pick up a defense that got me negative two points. Yeah, that was my question. Why did you drop all these players but keep Kareem Hunt? Uh, I would have snagged him off the waivers in a heartbeat if he dropped him. Kareem Hunt? Yes. Brian Robinson? Absolutely. Compared to, like, the other two people, because Hawkinson, I haven't even started him all year because my wide receivers have been good enough. Same with Deontay Johnson, and Deontay Johnson has been so not great and basic. And, like, I know he picked someone else, but, like, Kareem Hunt, if Nick Chubb ever goes out, even with Nick Chubb in, Kareem Hunt gets a lot of touches. So it's like running backs, too, in this league are just so hard to get. Everything is hard to get. Well, you survived it. I think the only bye week you were dealing with now is, you know, you have Mark Andrews, which is probably good, gives his shoulder a week to heal up. But you put, put both your running backs back in. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, you're going to be able to be in better shape. I got to ask you, like, are you going to – you seem like you should be somebody playing the waiver wire quarterback right now, not rolling this uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goffmobile. Oh, I have some moves in the in, – in planned. Ooh, maybe Justin Fields won't be available for Matt. Well, Matt's got waiver priority, I think. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, I believe. Maybe he will. Carly's won, but I don't think she's going to need. Of course, if she wants to drop Burrow or Herbert, I, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you feel about the team overall? I'm sorry, we kind of dovetailed in the last week, but big picture. You like where you're at going moving forward? I, I do like my team. I think it's just I have a bad taste in my mouth because they were all on by, but now they're coming back, so I don't have to worry about it anymore for the rest of the season. But – I, st- I still like my team. I just think, like, a couple of key injuries is kind of – just a Brees Hall injury and Mark Andrews just being out just kind of bums me out. Because Brees Hall was really nice. But yeah, I just need a quarterback. <laughs> Legitimately, once Andrews comes back and you get to plug everyone else in, it would be sad to not have Brees Hall, but you've got solid replacements. And you've got Najee Harris in a pinch, so, yeah. Okay. Three. Say it, Cam. Say it with enthusiasm. Passion. Because you're a sweetie. No. Derek. 
Derek. Was three stays three. I think where we sit today, this is a three-team race for the championship. I know Lucas loves his team, but I think you've got to at least be on the inside of the bubble before I call you a team who's a contender for the championship. But, Cam, what do you think of Derek's team? I'm going to – this is not honestly a knock against Derek, but I don't put him in the top three. Um, his team has a lot of boom potential, and it's been built on that. Eckler has been great. Kyler, that little, little man living in Munchkinville – has been good. He's the number four quarterback overall. Um, I'm starting to have real big questions about St. Brown. Um, he hasn't scored more than ten and a half points, what, in the last month? Even when he is, like, the only weapon there now. Um, Hopkins, we'll see. Um, if he if he goes up on the positive um trends Waddle is great though but I I had a specific issue and again it's just coincidence that it's I, I compare my team to his because we we at last point last week when this when you had the show you said that he's number three overall and you said my team couldn't string together three wins to save its life. And we had scored a total of seven point difference. And I just, I just don't see where you're getting that dichotomy. And the only reason I use my team is because I'm two. At that time I was, I only had two wins and he's only got five wins now. So it's, it's not like he's running away with anything. So, um, yeah, I think his team is mid. You think this is a middling team? Mid <laughs> of the pack. Excuse me. I think when it hits, it's strong. Sure. But Devontae Adams last week had point seven points. The week before. Well, th- that's what I meant. Yeah. Because this week he yeah. had thirty-three. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's he's a microcosm of what I'm talking about. He'll score thirty-five, but the next week he might get you two. Yeah, the Pat yeah. Paul's Derek uh, Carr is your quarterback. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to, on the other side of the coin here, you take out St. Brown, you put Hopkins in that wide receiver spot, and you put Cordero Patterson now in your flex. I don't care if Devontae Adams gets a half a point. The rest of your team's going to pick up the slack. And when he doesn't put up a half a point, he's going to pick up the slack. I like there's just way too much depth and coverage across the board with his starters there. It's I'd, – I'd take any one of those starters in a heartbeat. Okay. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. He gets Bobby two of the next three. So there's – in three weeks, we'd be having a conversation about him pushing for the division title or him on the outside of the playoff bubble looking in. It's, uh, it's going to be really important how these next three I, weeks go for him. I would be very happy if he was the one that lost the playoff position because I would not want to meet him in the playoffs. I would be very happy just because he ranked my team 10th. I just, 
I want good things for him. He has had some bad luck in this league. He can't get a decent oh, draft. Oh, oh, no. Get for taking over Gordy's team. Gordy's trash. Well, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Do. Bobby. Carly. Carly. Is this who you think should be number two? Like, if this wasn't about my ranking system, just somebody said to you, who's the second best team in the league right now? Is that who you're saying? Who are you asking? All of you. This is who I think should be second best. I think um, second best too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready no. to answer that as I look. I mean, no. This is the Carly should be too. Okay. All right, talk to us. What do you? What's your take on Carly's team? Any bottom two? You guys were right. What's two stays two? Yeah, um, to get through a um, tough bye week like that and get a win, you always you always want to get a win in those hard bye weeks. And if you're able to do that, you're always sitting good. So, um, again, we talked about this earlier. Sorry, Alex, but nice win for her. Um, she gets Barkley back this week, um, who, holy hell, is projected to get 25 points. Holy crap. They're playing. Really? Uh, they're playing Houston. Do you remember when oh. Derrick Henry played Houston? Yeah, uh, that she does. Yeah. yeah. So now she does have Burrow out this week, but, oh, you know, poor her. She's got to put in Justin Herbert instead, who hasn't – who has definitely mm-hmm. been the worst of the two quarterbacks this season for sure. Yeah. Um, but loads better than anything you find on the waiver wire. So um, – She's not going to be crying too much about that. So Barkley and, and Henry are back as her running backs. Kelsey is still in there as her tight end. Um, she can take Singletary out. Um, she can put Cooper back in um, for Devonta Smith. And, you know, the Seahawks are a surprise. I did not think they would be close to this good this year. Uh, I stayed away from Lockett and Metcalf because they like they have no quarterback, and it turns out they have a better quarterback than Denver does. So, whoops, there's another mess. Um, so yeah, no, very solidly number two team. Um, this is just going to come down to matchups for her, and um, and and whether some of her her players can continue a good trend as to how far she'll go in the playoffs. It's going to be fun to see. Like, she's got, in theory, pretty winnable matchups, week 10 and 11, uh, Kelly and Jason. But then she goes through, you three U teams are kind of not cusp. She's going to go Lucas, Cam, and Derek. So I will be curious to kind of see how she survives that. And certainly I'm hoping not well so that I can get a leg up in the division. All right, number one. Bobby. Robert. Yep. Was one stays one. Talk to us about Bobby Alex. I don't know. There's a lot of heart. What? A lot of heart. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just to say there's not much more to say about Bobby than we said about previous weeks. Like every week, it's like he has a great team and he has high point potential, and then he has a a great week with a high point potential. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I just love his receivers. Um, it's going to be hard to improve his team in the league with the way it is right now. I don't think he has to do much anyway. Um, cause what's his record now? He's like, well, I'm honest. 
Yeah. I I mean he's pretty much he has he clinched a playoff spot yet? Yes. Yes, Vian says so. How, how many wins until he clinches like the bye week too already? Uh, uh zero. He's got, the bye week that's going to come down to how these next two matchups with Derek go. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. So so yeah he's clinched it. Pretty much almost clinched it. So I mean, good for you, Bobby. Fantastic work. It's really hard to believe that I was like a five-yard Cortland Sutton catch away from beating him in week one. Yeah, I mean, and again, I said this earlier. I was in this matchup with him for the longest time until Mixon scored, I don't know, his fourth or fifth touchdown. Mm -hmm. And even then, I actually did have a legit chance. It was was a small, I would say about 15% chance Monday night to beat him. I needed Kamara and Alave to put up about 25 points each, which is not unheard of. Unfortunately, they're on the same team, and you know, if one yeah. scores, then the other one doesn't. So, um, but then it wasn't even close. So, um, I I actually was really excited when I saw he benched uh, Kenneth Walker for Ramondre Stevenson. I was like, "Ooh, there's a mistake," and it was, but it didn't end up costing him because he had the human matchup eraser and Joe Mixon this week. That just can't last. All right. So that's our top 10. We are going to move into our predictions for the week. And I'm going to start out. And the jank up of the week is one Bobby versus three Derek. I'm calling for the, the upset. Uh, Bobby sent two starting running backs and Derek has got a full complement of players. I think he gets the win this week. I'm also going to say Derek. I'm going to go Bob. Um, yeah, boy, he's going to have problems. Bobby's going to have problems if Mike Williams stays injured. Um, oof, this could be the week to do it, Derek, um, but I'm going to go Bob. Sister Bowl, two, Carly, nine, Kelly. Carly. Whoops, I'm sorry. I was supposed to pause there for a little bit. <laughs> Carly. Carly. I'm also going to say Carly. I want to believe in Kelly's team, but not this week. So when we're going to go Carly, we're going to make it a clean sweep. Sorry. Four, Alex. Eight, Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Lucas. No, oh. <laughs> sorry, Alex. You're okay, <laughs> but I'm gonna win. I, I'm taking a page from Alex's book. I'm being confident. Mm-hmm. That's how you win games, Lucas. You gotta believe in your team. <laughs> Alex has the worst bye problem, bye week problem this week, so I'm gonna agree and go with Lucas. Five, Steve versus eight. I'm sorry, five, Steve versus seven, Matt. Uh, Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Jackson's on a bye. I'm going with you. Ditto. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. How does he have an open bench spot? I'm going to go against the green. You going to go with Matthew? Yeah. All right. Start empty bench spot at quarterback. 
six, Cameron taking on ten, Jason. I think this is a uh, Cam gets win four this week. Woohoo! Agreed. I think at this point Jason needs to go for the sweep in the Jenkins. <laughs> he was even I'm sorry ten in week one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Actually, that does make sense from the aspect of, and I talk about this at the time, I, the week one jankings were strictly based off what happened in week one. There was another, since we didn't do a preseason show, I didn't do any speculation based on draft picks. It was all about what was on the field, and if he was the bottom score, it makes sense he would have been 10. All right, so I think we got a clean, clean sweep there. All right. Any recommendations for the week? Question, not a mandate. No, I don't I'm, think so. I mean, I recommend starting watching hockey again because yes. I'm, I'm all about it for some reason. How, what is the Wings record right now? Uh, seven, three, and two. Wow, that's good. They're second in their division right now. Wow. Yeah. And I watched that game against the Rangers. They look good. They gave up the first two goals real quick, but then, man, they've got some really good players, really good young players on their team. Yep, they're 7-3-3 three, and three as of tonight. They lost in a shootout to the Canadians. Do you get a point for a shootout loss? Yes. yes. Okay. Didn't they have, like, the rookie of the year the last two years or the two of the their rookies in the top three? Yeah, Moritz Sider is really good. Lucas Raymond is really fun to watch. Um, and him and Kubalik are like, they're really fun to watch together. It's, it, what's weird to me, and I know this, I don't want to go too long on this. I'm sorry. But what's weird to me is that hockey is different from when I used to watch it. There's no real like big enforcers on the wings anymore. And so it's, it's more of a speed game. Okay. And it's, I want to go to a game later this season. So I'm all in. If someone else books it, just let me know, and I'll be ready to throw the uh, Draper jersey back on. You need to get an Erickson jersey. All right. I think that is everything for tonight. Thank you, guys, and, and, and like always, say goodnight, Gracie. Um, oh.